0: I greet you all again in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and give him or her a smile. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Some people have had a rough week. They need at least your smile will make a difference. At least smile at somebody. Or somebody has had a very long face the whole week. It is nice at least to change the, change the outlook. Put on a smile. It is. It is good for you. It's good for all of us. For the glory of God. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, look across at somebody whom you didn't come with. Just say that person, "I love you." In Jesus' name. I love you in Jesus' name. I love you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 At least if you. If 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 people have told you that they don't love you, at least there's somebody here who loves you. So you can you 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 can you can take heart and say, Well, Jesus loves me and also I've got a brother or a sister there who actually loves me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So we thank God for this morning and we thank God for Florence. Thank you for a good service. Hallelujah. And we thank God for the ministry of the word and we bless we bless the ministry of prayer. It is wonderful to see what the Lord is doing for us and doing through us, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, set your heart, to receive from God, even today, just as He has been ministering unto us, I would like us to declare this particular cry unto God from your heart, even as we share this particular song. It's something in line with what it is that has been laid upon my heart. You, you know what we've been, what I've been sharing, the series I've been sharing on, with regard to the visitation the visitation of God and we are still on the same same on the same same scripture that is Job chapter 10 and verse 12 where he says you have granted me life and favor and your visitation has preserved my spirit you have granted me life and favor and your visitation has preserved my spirit and today we shall be looking at an aspect of the visitation of God which deals with the river of god's pleasure the river of god's pleasure and before we touch on the river of god's pleasure i want us to sing about that particular river because it has wonderful waters and they do wonders in our lives when we allow them to reach unto us in jesus name sing along and let it be a prayer from you in your heart as i pray the same for the glory of god let your living waters Flow over my soul, let your, let your living waters. Flow over my soul. Let your holy spirit come and take control of every situation that has troubled my mind. All my cares and burdens unto you. Are Your living water flow over my soul. Let your Holy Spirit come and take control of every situation that has drowned. away all doubt and fear and take my pride owe me to your love and keep me by Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to look to your left and to your right. And I want you to ask the Father, Father, let your living waters flow over the soul, over the life, over the family, over my brother or my sister, who is on my right and who is on my left. If you know the name, name it before the Father. If you don't know the name, you can reach out and ask, what is your name? It is a good time to know each other. Just check out. If you don't know the name of the person, just cast the name but and then offer offer that prayer unto the lord let us pray let us pray for each other that father let your living waters flow over my brothers and my sisters. let your living waters flow over the families of your children Let your healing waters, O King of all glory, saturate our lives, O mighty God. Let the living waters of your river, O dear Lord of God, surge into the lives of each and every one of us. And Lord, transform us, mighty King of glory, into your likeness for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been sharing on this particular aspect, and that is the visitation of God. The song has basically shared the full message of what happens unto us when we get that particular visitation in our lives. I've shared with you that if there is anything that is important for you and for me, moment by moment, it is His visitation in your life. Job had that secret, and in all the troubles he went through, in the midst of one of his complaints, that's when he cries unto God and it tells him, You have granted me life and favor, and your visitation has preserved my spirit. Another version says, Your care has preserved my life or my spirit. And that is what the Father continues for, and He longs for you and I to experience moment by moment His life, His favor, and His visitation. That's why he cried over jerusalem when he approached jerusalem and he said oh that you if only you had known the hour of your visitation mm-hmm. it is so important to know when god is visiting you or when his presence is opening up in your life or in your family so that you don't miss that particular opportunity i like the words of this uh, 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 old man who used to say that opportunity walks on silent feet and it will not wait for you even while you pray. It must find you when you are ready. And that visitation of God is likewise. Many of times we miss that particular opportunity. Because when He's visiting our minds are fixed on something else. He waits and he waits. And we miss it because he doesn't move away. He doesn't go away. But as we find ourselves we have moved away in our thoughts and in our minds. And hence we miss that particular visitation. It's not that he abandons you because he has said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So he doesn't change his position. When he has come, he has come. But it is you and I many times who miss that particular visitation, that particular hour, because we are focused on something else. And we draw away from where he is. And we keep on drawing as much as he tries to call us. Oh, my child, I am here to visit you. I am here to touch your life. I am here to turn your situation around. Um, Instead of listening to what he's saying, I am running across the border to get to my other brother's house or my other sister's house or my other friend to ask him, oh, please help me. I am in this particular trouble. I don't know what to do. And I left the help that was actually available for me in my own house, not knowing he had come at that particular time. And today, I want us to share just very quickly on this one aspect. We shall still, we will not be able to finish the series as I told you last, last time. I realized it was because of the, how much time we have, we shall only share one aspect, then we shall move on. So Job says, you have granted me life and favor. And your care has preserved my spirit. I want you to keep those words continually pumping in your spirit. And then if you jump to Psalms chapter 36 and verse 5 up to verse 10. Those are the scriptures we have been, we've, been, we've been crunching on for, for, the time, for the times that I've been sharing. He says in verse 5 of Psalms 36. Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep, O Lord. You preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. You give them drink from the rivers of your pleasures. You give them drink from the river of your pleasures. That's where we have we are we are reaching today. If you go on, it goes, uh, for with you is the fountain of life. We shall touch on that one later on. And in your light, we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright in heart. But today, I want us just briefly to touch on, you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. I want us to dig deep into this particular river of God's pleasure that is available for you and is available for me we have touched the various aspects right from the beginning we talked about the mercy of god remember you cannot beat that particular mercy he says it reaches to the heavens nothing can go above it it covers everything you are covered in whatever situation you are never forsake god you are covered just make up your mind I will return to the father Because his mercy is available for you We say it. his faithfulness reaches to the clouds He will not change his mind What he has said He will do it Because his faithfulness is not like any other Our faithfulness might reach that particular door And you reach outside there You find a different Paul You wonder is it the same Paul who was preaching Inside that particular church who is, Whom I'm meeting outside here But not with your father Not with our father in heaven his faithfulness reaches to the clouds. So when you step out, you are still engulfed in that particular faithfulness. He says his righteousness is like the great mountain. We said the foundation of his throne is in righteousness and justice. That means he will do what is right for you. If anything is wrong in your life, it is not God. Rest assured, because his kingdom is founded on righteousness. The plumb line is always right as far as he is concerned. He will always do that which is right for you. So go to him, rest assured, things will work out right as you wait on him. He says that your judgments are as deep like as the ocean. That is, the judgments of God, they will make justice, they will do justice for you. Whatever has been wrong, rest assured, he is the righteous judge. He will show up when he visits you. Praise God. When he visits you. What is important is make sure you get that particular visitation. And the judgments of God shall come and they shall work in your behalf. Remember what we said. The enemy has painted so many pictures about you. He has a clue of what God has said about you because he knows God has good thoughts for you and not of evil. So he comes and paints all sorts of hopeless pictures before you and makes you feel that you are useless or you cannot make it. But the judgments of God, he will come and he will work out the enemy out of your life. And make sure what is written concerning you shall come to pass in the time of his visitation. Don't Amen. miss your visitation, my brother and my sister. Then we touched on the aspect of his love, and his his kindness and his love. That his kindness is like no other. You cannot beat that particular kindness. It's just like you and your child. Your child may run up and down and be terrible, but you will still be kind to your child. But your Father in heaven is more than that. He goes beyond that. His love is beyond imagination. It will cuddle and restore you in whatsoever situation you have been, or whatever far you have run and gone, that love will not let you go. He will still reach out to draw you unto himself because you are special and you are unique unto him. Get established in that particular love, in that particular grace, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then we touched uh, he will hide you in the hiding place that is man he says if the men and women you human beings they go under the shadow of your wings we say that is another aspect of the visitation when he comes to visit you he will hide you in that particular shadow you will be safe regardless of what the enemy might have tried to do the important thing is seek out his visitation Make sure you get the visitation, you'll find yourself in the secret place of the Most High. He will hide you, you will not be touched, I can assure you that. He will deliver you over and over and over again, because He loves you and He cares for you. And lastly, we touch that they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. That is speaking of the anointing, that anointing of God as it rests upon your life. It breaks bondages, it breaks the blockages. It It empowers and invigorates you so that you find you are able to put another foot in front of the the next one. When you are thinking it is not possible to go forward, that anointing will enable you to lift your foot and put it forward and discover, oh, I can still win, praise the Lord, that I can still make it. That things can still turn around because of the anointing he said they are fully satisfied because of the abundance of your house those are the about nine or about nine things that we have touched on on the aspect of what happens in the visitation that he grants unto us and today very quickly i want us to touch on the river of his pleasure as he says in that particular in that in that particular verse, that is in verse in, in, in that verse eight, the second part of verse eight, you have or rather and you give them drink from the river of your pleasure. The desire of the Father is that you and I we may be able to rise up and yet to drink deeply from the river of his pleasure. There is something unique about the river of God. There is water in that particular river that is designed for you and for me to transform and to restore our lives in a way that nobody can be able to grasp or to understand. And the visitation of God It draws you into these particular springs of His everlasting pleasures. His word says here, you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. That is His desire that you and I, we may sup and drink from that particular river of the pleasure of the Most High God. Because the life and the presence of God, it, it creates a wonderful atmosphere around us to enable us to pray. And that particular presence creates that wonderful atmosphere to pray for the impossible, even in our lives or in our situations. That is the beauty of the visitation. When the visitation appears in your corner or in your house, suddenly your faith wells up, and you discover, hold on, why have I been looking down? I can look up, just like our sister Marie was saying that, you know, she discovered something in the, in the, in the, in the lesson they were, that, that was being taught on Thursday, in the new session that, that, that Mary Mary is doing on Thursday. And it, 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 was a, it was a challenge. I was happy to hear my sister stand up and say, I'm going to swim right now she was she was so pumped up and I say yeah that is good that's that is one of the things, the rivers of the pleasure that God comes to give unto us to change our you know our mindset and to change what it is that we are we might be we might be experiencing so his desire as we get into dig into the scripture for now is for you to get to know and to experience that refreshing revitalizing effect of the of the river of God's pleasure Or of the river of God's presence in your life. Now, what is this? Is it to do with this particular river? I will read these scriptures quickly. Because of of time, we we will not go opening them. I've I've written them down here straight away. We'll read them through. First and foremost, the river of God's pleasure. Hear what he says in Psalms 1 1 to 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners. No sits in the seed of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Listen, a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The river, this now is talking of a of a a physical tree. But similarly... On the same same plane, God is talking to you and unto me. There is a river for you and for me. If at all we can be planted by that particular river, that is the river of his of his pleasure. It is found in his visitation. What he's saying that every moment of your life you can have the visitation of God moment by moment. As you walk up and down, as you drive, you are planted by that particular river of his pleasure. And he says by being close to that particular river, he says you will find the fulfillment of your purpose. The purpose what is the purpose of every tree? The purpose of every tree is to grow and to bear fruit and when it bears fruit in the fruit is its seed so that it can be able to continue to get more trees growing as a result after its own likeness now god says when we are, enter into the particular visitation that river kind of flows into our lives and it you can rest assured 100% that you will bring forth your, the, the purpose for which you have been brought forth. The purpose for which he has set you on. He has, he has brought you into being. That purpose will be realized. Your purpose is not like my purpose. Your purpose is not like the purpose of that brother or that sister. You've got a unique purpose for which God has called you. And he says, don't look across the fence or look across the other side to see what I would like to be like brother so-and-so. I would like to be like brother sister so-and-so. No, 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 no. He says, what was written about you, what everything about you was written in his book. He didn't write two books that are the same. Praise God. He wrote a unique book for you, a unique book for you, a unique book for me, a unique book for everyone. And that uniqueness is found in that particular river of his pleasures. Don't run up and down trying to become anything or any, whatever people might tell you. I want you to run into the visitation of God. Purpose in your own spirit, I will discover for myself. What I have been what has been written concerning me, because in that particular river you will be able to find your fruit, it will come forth, it will must manifest, you will start to blossom. And you know one and one thing he says, your leaf will never wither. Praise the Lord yeah. by being close to that particular, you know. It, have you seen how beautiful the trees look in summer or in spring as they started the greenery comes, starts coming all over it becomes so beautiful wait wait until when winter comes And every look, things look so skinny, and you know there is no leaf, there's nothing, all of it is so it looks ugly. Whichever side you you, you, you look, and it's maybe if the snow has come. But if snow is not there, it is so ugly. Look across, it's just bare branches, bare branches, nothing. But with God, not only will you bring your fruit, he says, even your leaf will not wither. You will continue to look good in his presence, and as you walk across, seek the visitation of God. My brother and my sister. Seek that particular visitation. Secondly, in Psalm 69, in Psalm 65, verse 9 to 13, the word of God says quickly, you visit, that he's speaking of God, he says, you visit the earth and water it. Here again, you visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. He says, the river of God is full of water. God has a river. It's strange. He's not talking of rain. He says the river of God is full of water. He says, by virtue of that particular river, you provide their grain, the grain, the corn, and what have you, for so you have prepared it. He says, you water its ridges abundantly, you settle its furrows, you make it soft with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness, and the hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. There's something unique about the river of God. If you have found find yourself planted by that particular river, my brother, your provision is met. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your, my sister, your provision is met. What does he say? That what that river, by virtue of that river, he waters your ridges. You know, the ridges are the raised grounds. Or the, any particular part of a hill or part of a ground that is raised. So, what, And then the pharaohs are the parts that are low. So either way, whether in the raised parts of your life, in your ups or in your downs, the river of God will water you abundantly. And in whatsoever situation, whether in the ups or in the downs, he says you will provide, you will bring forth in abundance for the glory of his wonderful name. Be it in your business, be it in your house, be it in your relationship, when you know the visitation of God. When you know to get in touch with that particular visitation. Don't run up and down my brother and my sister. This visitation, that river, it breaks the power of stagnation. Are you stagnant stagnated in your in your in your life or in anything that you are doing? That visitation, the river flows in and it waters you. The Bible says it softens. It softens the places where you've been rigid, once again you become flexible. You can make another step forward. You can start to break aha, oh, yeah, man. I can move forwards for the glory of God. No longer am I stuck, stagnant. Why? When the river is flowing into you and watering you, I don't know how the river gro- flows don't ask me but i know it is in his presence in his visitation when you say i am gonna be there father i'm gonna visit with god and you will manage to get hold of that particular visitation in the name of jesus christ Amen. make up your mind the choice is you is yours he has declared towards that place that there is nourishment for you from that particular river so your purpose will be fulfilled your fruit will come forth your purpose your reality the real you will come to be because of the river of god which is found in his presence In his visitation. Secondly. He is telling us. That you will be able to find nourishment. In that particular place. That is the stagnation you have been feeling. I am stuck. It will no longer be the case. Because suddenly. The clothes will be broken off. From over your life. And you will find. a. the sun can shine on me again. Why? Because the river has flowed, and whatever you know, clouds or whatever the enemy was trying to cover you with has been softened and broken off, and you'll shoot out of that particular ground, never to be held down again because of the river of God. You have given them to drink from the river of your pleasure. And that pleasure is available for you the third the third aspect quickly is in psalms 27 verse 4 he says this of some the psalmist sacrifice and says one thing i have desired of the lord that i will seek that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple praise god the question is what is the desire of your heart because the desire of your heart is what you earnestly seek for. The desire of your heart is what draws you, uh, you know toward, towards it. And he indicates that from the presence, from the water that grows, uh, that, uh, that flows from his presence, David had a touch of it. That's why he said, One thing I have desired that will I seek for. That I may be in your visitation. Praise God. I may be where you are. Why he knew what is where he is. There are rivers of, of pleasure. He's the one who talks of the rivers of God's pleasure. He was so smart. He knew if I go there, I will drink and sup and I will never get satisfied. I will continue to expand and I continue to shine. The more I suck in that particular presence and that river, the more I grow, the more I become stronger in the grace of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. My brother and my sister, of all that you desire, desire one thing. To be in the visitation of the Almighty in the name of Jesus Christ. In your work, in your business, in your everything, in your relationships, in your family. Make a point. I want to be in the presence of God. I want to be in his visitation. I want to experience the flow of that particular river in the name of Jesus Christ. Realize one thing. When you behold his presence, there's something about the presence of God. And that is, what happens is that as you gaze on his presence, you start seeing who you really are. You start seeing that real image that you are supposed to be. You start discovering what is written about you. Why do you think demons fear the name of Jesus? Why do you think they don't want to face or to look, to look at him? It's, it's mainly because of one reason. And the reason is this. When they look at him, they realize what they were supposed to have been. And they realize how opposite they are. That it is revolting to them. They will cry and go ahead. They don't want even to mention that particular name, Jesus. Why? Because in him all things consist. Every one of the fallen angels, they were in him. He made them. So in him they can see what they were supposed to have been, but yet they fell and their, 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 their figure and their everything changed completely because they went opposite from what it is they were supposed to be. Hence they don't want to look at him at all at all. That's why they are in deep, deep darkness. You and I, when we turn and we look at him, we start discovering what we are supposed to be. So, it reignites the vision of what you are supposed to be as you abide in his presence. As you abide in that particular place of visitation. So, my brother, seek to be in that place. That's why I say, do not seek to be like your brother. Do not seek to be like your sister. Do you know, look at this finger of mine. All right. Then look at my eye, all right? They are so different, isn't it? They, are not, they, they don't look alike at all. I mean, now you look at my legs, it's even different, totally different from these, other, from these other guys. But you know what? All of them grow from what I do what? I drink from this particular mouth. They, they take from the same, same food. From the same, same water that goes into this mouth, the eye takes its part, the foot takes its part, and everything grows to be happily what it is supposed to be. Don't to be. Don't seek to be like your brother or your sister. In His presence, you will be able to sup what is required of you, and you will become what you are supposed to be. In the name of Jesus, let your living waters flow over my soul. Says the Lord, if you grant me favor, if you allow me, can I finish with this particular one bit? Give me five more minutes. Is that okay? It, it will go up to 12 twelve thirty. I finish this particular section. The bit, the, the one bit, re, re, remember, on it is in Psalms 23, verse 1 to 3, where he says, He leads me besides the still waters. Again, he's talking of the waters. Now, I want you to take a, a look at something. Our physical body, the scientists or the biologists tell us, is made up of 70% of water. All right, The 70% of this character we're standing here is water. Meaning you can squeeze it and you'll only have a small bit remaining because the other bit is water. It will go away. Now, realize something. If that is in the physical, how about the spiritual? All truth is parallel. Whatever is the spiritual is what actually happens in the physical. Your spiritual being I can assure you, 70%, let us assume, is made up of the living water of the Most High God. Amen. Amen. And so he says, he leads me besides the still waters. Why? Because he knows you need it for your survival, for your being. You must remain by the waters. And those waters are nowhere else, my brother or my sister. <laughs> they are in his visitation. Don't go anywhere else. It is in his visitation. That's where those waters are, and that's where he says they are still. They are not rushing so that you do not manage to grab your share. No, he says they are still, and thus you can put in your feet and dangle your feet inside, and they are not going anywhere. They will surge surge into your feet. You can dive in and just float in. Like Ezekiel, you feel good in the goodness of his pleasure, the river of his pleasure as he nourishes. How he does it, I don't know. All I will will tell you is say, come into my presence. Come into my visitation, my child, for you will never be the same again. You will get into my likeness as you enter into this particular river of my pleasure. That's why he says, in his presence is fullness of joy. At my right hand are pleasures forevermore. Seek to saturate your life. And lastly, John chapter 4, verse 10 to 13. This is what he says. You remember the story of of the Samaritan woman. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you the living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get this, that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing into him everlasting life praise the lord why did the woman go to the well many times we have that one that story the negative side of the story and as i was in the presence of god a a, a different picture clicked on my spirit i wondered how come i've not seen this in it's like the spirit was telling me it's not that it she was an outcast of the of the society it's not that People didn't want to hear. It's not that she was afraid other women would speak about her. That's what we have preached. And we continue preaching up and down. But this words dropped in my spirit. And it was strange. That she kept coming to the well alone. Because she was seeking for something. She knew that was Jacob's well. Her life was in a mess. There was a hunger in her spirit. She knew Jacob made that well. And that man had an encounter with God. I will go to that well. Maybe I will also have an encounter with the God of this Jacob. Maybe I will have an encounter. Jacob was a liar. He was a cheat. But maybe with my life being the way it is, I will go to that well. Maybe God will reach me and he will change my story. She went there alone. Not in the crowd of other ladies, you know, that are all taking stories and gossip and maybe whatever they are, they ch- chatting about the latest in the society. No, she decided, I will go there alone because I know what I seek. And you know what? Because she was seeking for his visitation, something happened. God changed course. The course was always avoid Samaria, sorry, avoid Samaria and go the other way around. That was the cause. That was the way it was always supposed to be. But for once and for years it had been like that. But one, for one day, suddenly, God changes course. Why? Because there was a seeking heart. It was looking for His visitation. And you know what? She was not disappointed. My brother, my sister, you will not be disappointed. If you make up your mind, I'm going to go after him. I don't care what people say, what they think, what they say, what they sing about me. Immaterial, I don't care. I will seek and seek and seek. If you say every Thursday, I'll be there. I want to meet God. I will come and pray, I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray. Something will happen in my life. I don't care whether I'm alone or we are 20 or 30. I will be there. Let me tell you something. He will appear for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The visitation changed her life. She found the meaning for her life. And the meaning for her life was... You are the light bearer for your city. Praise the Lord. Not the woman was despised. No, that was her meaning, the meaning of her life all along. The enemy had sensed the gift in that particular woman and he sought to soil it and to use it for his own purpose. We've got many singers. You can name them. Wonderful voices and what have you. They started under the grace of God and they have veered off into the world. The enemy has gotten their gift and has sowing it and is using it to propagate wickedness in the land, whithersoever it is, it is. But I wish and I pray that God will grant me a touch that I will be able to meet some of these particular people and turn them around so that the gift that God had placed in their lives will once again bear the light for the kingdom of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are the light bearer for your family you are the gift bearer for your city for your community but that gift will be uncovered and discovered when you enter into his presence god says the water that jesus gave her washed away the dirt and the lies of the enemy and it uncovered the gift because she entered into his visitation and he says finally My visitation depends on you. As he says in James 4, 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. My God, the Lord says, my visitation depends on you. Draw near to me, says the Lord, and I will draw near to you. For in the secret place of visitation, your gift will be uncovered. Your purpose will be uncovered. Just remember what the Samaritan woman is saying unto you. I didn't know where I would find him, but in my seeking, he appeared to me. Many years i have gone to that well. I never gave up. I did not know I will find him at the well. I cannot tell you that you will find him at that particular well, but just set your heart to search for him. He will show up somewhere for you. Whether it is in the marketplace, wherever it is that it might be, He will show up for you. And least of all, as you close, as we close, I will finish with the Revelation chapter 22, verse 1 and 4. He says, And He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of his street and on either side of the river was the tree of life which bore twelve fruits each yielding fruit or yielding its fruit every month the leaves were of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of god and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him they shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads father in the name of jesus christ Let your living waters flow over our souls. Let your living waters flow over our families. Let your living waters flow over this church. Let your living waters flow over every man and every woman and there is in this place. Let each individual have a desire to have an encounter with you, O God. In your visitation, shall we find the springs and the rivers of your pleasure. In Jesus' name.